privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 3232 Hey screeners, how you doing? It's myself, the one AJ, Anthony Jordan. The killer of the TV. It's me too, Nico Luro. The blessed black. <laughs> right. No, no, we are good. We are good. Yeah, no, it was the power supply that was. Oh, no. Oh. He's killed his TV. Let's talk in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, you guys didn't see it. Just before we went live, I said to AJ, hey, we're doing a St. Patrick's Day special. Do you have anything green? He stands up and a TV much bigger than this one followed him. <laughs> I was like, he just killed his TV. <laughs> Is your TV dead? Are you okay? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Stop good. It's not good. Put it this way, this was recently gifted to me. So I don't even want to talk too loud because someone will kill me. Oh, no. 4K, baby. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. So. I'm in a warranty. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Is the screen fucked? No. Oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> do you want to do the show another time? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Um, we have people waiting. I'm not going to do that. I'm, um, yeah. 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 Uh, so, how are you? Better than you. <laughs> Yeah, working hard, keeping busy. Last week, the recovery wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Do you know, I woke up with a slightly... So I'm just going to put the power ring for my laptop um, before that goes as well. Um, yeah, I um, I woke up, was a bit shaken in the morning, but I moved back at it like pretty quickly. I was quite impressed with myself. Good. Yeah, Good. so this week, guys, there's, there's, we're, we're back to minerals, literal water, H2O. Yes, 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 yes. The next time we do that silliness will be July 3rd. Well, around the July 3rd period, yes. Around the July 3rd. That would be for Adre's birthday. 
Indeed. Got a few people in the chat with us. Great to have you all here. Francis is here. Gavin's here. Uh, Ali Kamze is here. Hello, 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 guys. Great to see you all. Oh, dear. <sighs> Did you see the new Guy Ritchie movies coming out this Friday? No, no. Mm. Um, no, I haven't. <laughs> um, no, I haven't. You're, you're you're gone, aren't you? Like your brain is so elsewhere at the moment. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But no, we're good. We're good. Don't worry. We the show shall continue with or without AJ. <laughs> <laughs> good question. Good question. No, he's here. He's here. Don't worry. We're all good. We're all good. It's a week of RIPs, though, isn't it, man? Oh, mate, mate. Oh. Oh mate, so let's kick off. Let, let's let's do this correctly. There was William Hurt. Um, yeah, that that was a bit of a shocker. It was a R.I.P. Um, Thunderbolt Ross. I'm not going to lie and play that. I I know like a lot of William Hurt movies out there, but it was still like a bit of a shock. And I recognize I recognize the films, just can't say I've really seen them. Broadcast Times a good one. Uh, History of Violence is a good one. Um, yeah. Look, he's he's not an actor who I've devoted enough time to but he was a great yeah yeah fun fact he was the only actor in history to be nominated for the best actor award three years in a row no that's impressive 86 87 88 wow won one of them too in 87 okay big stuff Big stuff. Not even the great Tom Hanks has done that. Frank Torres is here too. Hello, Frank. Frank says, hello, friends. Hope you're well. What is the biggest pop you've ever heard in the theater? Some of mine were Captain America with Hall's hammer and Neo standing his ground against Agent Smith. The Captain America the one was... Huh? I think the hammer with the Captain America. The hammer was big. The hammer was big. Um, I think seeing Daredevil caught quite a pop as well. Oh, wait, home. Bro, seeing Andrew Garfield got quite the pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What's up? I'm just seeing something Andy Cummins has wrote here, which is, I'm going to be an a-hole between the Hurts, John Hurt over William Hurt. Well, I don't think many would disagree with you on that, Ali. Just mm. timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's one of those things when you when we talk about film and what have you, it's about the whole sensitivity issue where it's like, oh, you can't say this or that or whatever. I, you know, yeah, I will not go back and ever say, oh no, Black Panther was the greatest Marvel movie just because, you know, we lost the the actor. Um, yeah, it's just not the way. Like, no, I thought the film was average. Like, I, 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 I will never go back on that. And and it's just you know, Chadwick Boseman. Great actor, but I again, I'm not again going to say he was the greatest actor. I appreciated some of the films he's done. Others, I again, I still wasn't sure about um, Get On Up. I don't like seeing parts of him trying to do James Brown, and that's a challenge. I'm not saying he was a bad actor, but I saw parts of it and I'm like, I don't know if this film's for me. Fact, yeah, I'd agree with everything you've just said. It's it, you know, we we do romanticize the the departure of artists, don't we? It's um. It's just something we do as movie fans and as artists and as art lovers. Yeah. But we're not talking just the RIP of William Hurt. We got to talk wrestling. One moment. I know it's not a wrestling podcast, but Frank Torres, I know you'll appreciate this, but 
just AJ and I here are bound by a few things in life, movies being one of them. The other is wrestling. Um, I mean, RIP Scott Hall. <sighs> um, mate, when it comes to Scott Hall, like Razor Ramon, the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was actually meant to kick off this episode with, hey, yo, but yeah, mm. situations make me kind of lose track. <laughs> um, I, I've I've seen I remember Owen Hart passing and that was one that really tanked my stomach at school. I was like, actually, I was shocked. I like my, my hint of green is DX, right? Yeah. My my the NWO, like if we're gonna go into that territory very carefully. Well, you guys have yeah. seen the military of wrestling logo. It it represents yeah, like we tried to do NWO. That's who we are. And nothing is more instrumental in that than yeah, Scott Hall, the Scott man Hall. who first showed up in WCW, crossed enemy lines, blurred reality and fiction to the highest degree with yeah. what he'd done, and was such a a, a hero. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, there was no in-betweens on it to me. It was a hero, you know, um, growing up. And I, I heard that he was on a life support machine after hip surgery. Like, oh, I know it's wrong, isn't it? And do you know the saddest bit, bro? It was when Dave Meltzer reported back that he um he's off the machine, but he's still breathing. And I was like, he can do it, he can do it, he can do it. No, and he didn't and pull through. Sadly, he didn't. Sadly, he didn't. So Scott Razor, <laughs> thank you for the memories. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah, I, I was near tears yesterday when that, that hit me. That, that one. Bro, like, I, I think Monday Night Raw is a terrible product, but that that eulogy they played for him was lovely. Yeah, I some people said they could have done better, but I also think that given the time, they didn't have much time to put anything together. It was like really like he he's, his death was announced, he was there. You know, it would have been poor taste to say like they started working on it from the minute that they found out he was on the life support machine. It's not for me to judge, but yeah. Would you would you say that his um? His ladder match with Shawn Michaels is one that was one of the top three intercontinental title matches of all time. Possibly, quite possibly. I, it's kind of hard to say no. Um, someone had said that they, there should be an intercontinental ladder match called the Razor Ramon ladder match in his memory, and I was like, I'm not opposed to that. Um, and it should be for the intercontinental. You know what? They should do that. The winner of that ladder match on night one goes on to fight Ricochet on night two for the intercontinental title. That would be a nice touch. That would be a nice touch. They won't yeah. do that because, no. come on, <laughs> we know who we're dealing with here. But indeed, indeed, yeah, yeah. It, 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 yeah. He changed. He changed wrestling. He changed wrestling, yeah, and it's, it's 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 devastating to know that he's the world is without Scott Hall. So R.I.P. to both Scott Hall and also R.I.P. to William Hurt. Indeed, indeed, and other inanimate objects but we won't get into that um yeah sorry i'm still kind of shaken as you can tell <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not i shouldn't be making humor out of situations where yeah two two greats have passed so yes it's there but guys it's every time it, it's it's coming up we're, we're in that we're in that week we're in that week where everyone and everyone's irish for the day <laughs> everyone enjoys it well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i diddly hoody hoody ho yeah <laughs> But it, it's it's all fun. It's all smiles. It's all great stuff. And you know, we just we just stumbled across it. We're like St. Patrick's Day, and we're like, should we make that the drinking game? And we're like, no, but that's a week after your birthday. How are we going to do it? We said from birthdays, and we're like, it's an Irish movies. 
I was like, wow, yeah, you've never actually done that. And there's quite a lot to appreciate from it. Ali's very sad that my beard has gone. I will ask again. Sorry. Where is the beard, Nico? The <laughs> wife didn't approve. It grew too long. Um, as a person who was at the wedding, I'm also very aware that it was only allowed to be three was days. Foul. <laughs> <laughs> He's legally bound to get rid of it after a yeah. while. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I promise to never No, I don't mind. I, I was a big crier. I cried during my wedding speech. I don't mind. It was a sentimental day. It was nice. Happiness. But yeah. I'm not overly fond of our Gen well, not generic, but our regular background. We need to brighten it up for St. Paddy's Day. Three, two, one. one. Hey! hey! There we go. Bit of green. Gotta love it. Tap the neighbor to you, boy. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Right. Right. We're both green. Should talk about some movies. Right. We should talk right before we do. Would you like to tell everyone what the reason that rush was all about? Aye. It's basically a tap ten show between two friends from school. You are not going to try and do this the whole way through. Just don't. I'm just don't, wondering don't. the reason I'm laughing. It's really rather simple. We each go our separate way, make our separate top ten lists, come back right here into recording, deliver to you the silver screen dudes, our individual top tens. This week again, it'll be AJ to my right, going first, delivering his bottom three, then I'll deliver my bottom three, then AJ will deliver his next two, then I'll deliver my next two. And then when we get to our top five, we'll trade one apiece. But if at any time while we're running off our individual top 10 lists, one person has moved in a higher position, that person will say, Punt. 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 You cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll punt and get to that number. When? And we'll get to that movie when it reached that higher position. Once we have both rounded off our individual top 10 lists, we will combine and create the movie month Rushmore. These are the four quintessential diverse must-see movies of this genre. Genre. Genre is a great word in Irish. Which this week is, my friend. What do we got this week, AJ? We got something good, don't we? What do we have? Top I'm going to stop now. What's that? Top 10 Irish movies. Top 10 Irish movies? Fucking hell. I'm going to stop now. It's terrible. There we go. I was going to say that. that <laughs> I'm was actually that really tired. That was the cut-off line. That was the cut-off line. Like, nothing beyond that. That would have been <laughs> That's it. it. No more Irish mo No, No more attempts at terrible Irish accents. I'm done, I promise. <laughs> right. Okay, so... Hey, I'll take that. <laughs> Nico sounds like Brad Pitt and Snatcher that action. I'll take that all day. <laughs> Ali Kamza says, please, please, please don't have Belfast on there. I have not seen it. So this one will be on AJ's uh, on AJ's business. I'm very sad I haven't seen it because it's getting a load of award buzz. But we shall see. I do not know, as with all weeks, what AJ has been watching. Mm-hmm. Mm mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, okay. Um, so, but anyway, in general, <laughs> never play poker, AJ. No, no, no. Listen, listen, wait, mate. Listen. Normally, the poker face can be all out. But I just, I'm just thinking I could have really done with the luck of the Irish before pressing record. But, yeah, look at the Irish, you know. <laughs> but um, what I was also thinking of is, so Irish accents aside, as well as that, oh, what yeah. then happens once we, the Silver Screen Dudes, have completed the four must-see movies of a specific genre? The challenge gets even harder, because you have to vote for, to quote Highlander, in the end there can be only one. El Capitan, El Numero Uno, the best of the best of the best, the absolute must-see. And how do you do that? Well, it's quite simply, you head on over to We Love Movies, big shout-out to the man they call JT for Movie Pulse for you, or you can head over to Movie Empty Rushmore, 
but we will only be retaining JT, so <laughs> go whichever way you want. But it's there. And you get the chance to vote for the absolute best movie of the topic. Last week, our topic was... I'll come back to something you said in a moment, but let's just get this poll out of the way. Last week, our topic was the top action scenes in movies. And our contenders were? Our contenders were the street shootout from Heat, the crazy 88 from Kill Bill, the lobby scene from The Matrix, and you're fired. The plane ending from True Lies. How do you think it went, AJ? I'm torn between two. I feel like I know my top two and I feel like I know my bottom two. It's just a matter of who goes where. Well, that's that's fucked because there are no bottom two. There's only three. We've got a third, a joint second, and a first. I know a lot of people love that scene from me. Right, I'm going to hurt you, bro. I'm going to go for True Lies in third. Yep. Slaughtered. Five <laughs> percent. Ouch! Coach Carter. Yeah, I got Coach Carter, boy. Ooh, that's got to hurt. That has got to hurt. So much. Hurt. So much. <laughs> Mixed memory really was insistent that the raid should have been on there. I was like, no. <laughs> True lies. <laughs> yeah, it got Ooh. fucked. Yeah. Oh, man. That is Coach Carter territory. Sorry, my WhatsApp is still on. Don't know why. Now you need to pick two. Right. Okay, so now I... I... <laughs> The other one I thought, I know it gets a lot of love, but I'm going to go with Heat for third position. There is no third. It's a joint second. So no, second. Two. Yeah. Heat, heat and what else? But, but, so is Heat in there? Just that, that would tell me if it's either yes. number two or number one. Okay, right. So I'm partially there. <laughs> I could have made, I could have strung this out a lot more. <laughs> okay, you must pick two. <laughs> and variation you choose oh this is a tough one it's like my number one and what I thought was going to be number one no screw it because there's a fight with Gogo as well the Matrix lobby scene yeah well done well <laughs> fucking done Ooh, that Matrix. was a tight one because I, I nearly I nearly said Kill Bill oh, well done Kill. Heat and the Matrix both got 30% and your film Crazy 88 voted the best action scene with 35% of the vote. Now, I need to, sadly, for a moment before we get into this, uh, talk about something a little bit sad. Now, I mentioned... So, first off, the poll this week wasn't hosted by JT. It was hosted directly on our Twitter. Okay? Ah. Um, I, I didn't want to cut you off. It was fine. You weren't, you no. weren't to know that. It's going to be a little bit like that moving forward. Um, normally, I wouldn't talk about this, but the cat's out the bag now. Um, JT has pinned this tweet to his profile, and he's changed his Twitter bio, so I'm, I'm not sharing anything that shouldn't be shared here. Um, JT has written recently, two weeks to the day, I found out that I have an eight-centimeter tumor on my pancreas. I don't feel sick yet but my head is all over the place because I don't want to die. Big week ahead, a scan, an endoscopic procedure, and a meeting at the Royal Free with the top expert. Wish me luck. And he has changed his Twitter handle to, due to my health issues, this Twitter page currently has limited content. Please support pancreaticcancer.org.uk. So, 
look, this is fucking devastating news to find out. I wasn't going to share this until JT chose to share it himself. JT, this is of course at We Love Movies. Um, you know, a good friend and partner who often hosts the polls for us each week. So for the sheer fact that the guy's got enough going on in his life at the moment, I'm not going to start sending him polls to go each week, you know, as he said himself, limited content. So moving forward, the polls will be hosted just on movie our MT Twitter page, which is at MovieMTRushmore. So you can head over there. The new polls will be the ones pinned to the top of the profile. Treat it exactly the same way. Retweet it, vote, yada, yada, yada. But more importantly than the polls, JT is someone who I've really developed quite a, a lovely bond with because this is someone who I messaged out of nowhere on Twitter, just said, hey, do you think you could, you know, we'll help you grow, you help us grow, you know, mutual benefit type thing. You know, he had far more Twitter followers than us, but we had far more podcast followers, you know, so it's a new audience for each of us. And we've grown from a few hundred to over a thousand now because of the help that he's given us. I've seen he's grown as well. So it's been a mutually beneficial relationship. Hard work on both sides, of course. But JT was, he wasn't one of those holier than now people. He wasn't, you know, all high and mighty, you know, with, oh, I've got so many more followers than you. He always wanted to help out and he was always really lovely to me. So I don't wish pancreatic cancer on my worst enemy, but to a guy as lovely as that, it hurts me. So, guys, just in the comments here, reach out to him on Twitter. Just please just send your love and support to him because the guy is oh, genuinely really lovely. Um, I can't say I've had the pleasure of interacting. It's only short of the, the one um, episode he joined us on, and purely because of the the nature of the game, where I have to guess who comes at number one. I, I don't yeah, jump yeah, on yeah. Twitter like that. But um, always been appreciative. Always, always been appreciative of that that help, that growth that you, that has been put there for us. So I really appreciate that. Um, pancreatic cancer is something. Yeah, I I kind of know people who have dealt with that as well, and it's 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 one that I can only send nothing but positive energy and nothing but love. And hope and wish you the absolute best, JT. This is a St. Paddy special, so we're wishing you all the absolute every ounce of the luck of the Irish with what you're going for. Keep fighting, and yeah, the dudes are here to see you on the other side, bro. Just, just keep at it. Yeah, that's what I've messaged him is that I know he's going to get through this. I know he's going to be fine. So everyone, please just outpour of love. That would be really appreciated. Indeed. Um, Indeed. Yeah, and Francis Lalonde, for example, compares here. You know, JT, we love movies is how I found you all, Silver Screen Dude. So this is what I'm saying. You know, we've helped each other grow in some aspects, and it's been a really lovely ride. And long may it continue, frankly. Um, yeah. So, JT, this is just both of us, you know, thinking of you, sending you our love and support. And we're here with you, man. We're here with you. Yeah. That's, that's but AJ, movie time. Over to you, mon ami. Okay, right. Um... You're number 10. Right, in at number 10, I don't know if you saw it, it's available out there. Redemption of a Rogue. No, this is yeah. all you. Okay, this is actually on Netflix, so if you wish to watch it, it's, it's there. UK Netflix, as I always like to stress, because we are international when it comes to this. <laughs> very weird movie, very, very weird movie. It's the, the story of a, the prodigal son who returns home because he's, he's out to... to 
to clear his names, wrong his right, right his wrongs. Sorry, wrong, wrong his right. right. <laughs> <laughs> He's out to right his wrongs. And as he comes back, he goes into a conversation with his dad and his dad passes away. And is at, also at that time, there was nothing but rain. So this town has got nothing but rain taking part, taking place. So he, he, his dad insisted upon being buried in the sun, not in the rain. So they, they keep him and his brother decide to keep the dad in the freezer and all these weird situations take place. Now it's meant to, it's a, it's a black comedy. So it's not anything dark in this. Right. And the, the gentleman, I can't even remember his name right now, but he's, his whole plan is that after he's he, the, the sun, the rain stops, he's actually going to commit suicide. And at one point he was going to before during the rain was there, but some kids come out and watch him and he stops. Now the one, it, it was a film that was actually quite an interesting watch, but it was weird. It was weird as hell. But one thing I will say, his brother comes out with, his brother owes this town that, that like the mob, the local mob, some money. Some of the lines that his brother comes up with are some of the funniest lines I have oh. ever. <laughs> it, it, it's so offbeat. Like, it's like, you what? Like, I, I don't even want to spoil the magic of it, but there was one <laughs> where it said, um, pay us now. You, you motherfucking cocksucker, right? This is what has been thrown for a brick through the window. Right. And his breakdown of what, and honestly, it, it's for you to listen to and appreciate for yourself. His breakdown of, ah, so they call me this and that. And like, the, it was the breakdown, and you're like, is that honestly the way you look at stuff? And I'm, <laughs> it's like, it's like the weirdest humor I have ever come across. It, it's not the highest budgets of movies. Um, so I, I, as I said, I find it quirky. It was interesting and fun. I was actually shocked to see Rotten Tomatoes have given it 100%. I was like, I don't oh. know if I would have. I don't know if I would have. But I, I, I could kind of see the magic that, that is in there if you're into that weird, dark, quirky black um, black comedy. So it was definitely one to watch for me. Nice. Yeah, what else you to put out there? Right. Cannot add, having not seen it. What's your number nine? Cool. In at number nine, another one from good old Netflix. Once. This has got Anne Hathaway in it, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. Who's the who's the female lead in this? Bro, she's from the Czech Republic. Sorry? She's from oh, the Czech Republic. Oh, okay. Fine. Fair enough. Um I sh- I should I should start to learn some names, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Her name is Marketa Iglova. And the gentleman Marketa, lovely name. And the gentleman is called Glenn Hansard. So Glenn Hansard's in it as well. Um He's in another film that you may have seen. I didn't get a chance to get around to watch it, and I can't watch it tonight, but we won't get into that. <laughs> yeah. So this is a story of, and I'm not shitting you, he's called The Guy, and she's called The Girl. So he is a street busker, and he plays music, and he also works with his dad in a Hoover repair shop, and you just see him busking away, and he's got some like a family or friend who who tries to nick his money at first and you could see he's just a guy just trying to make a living he means no harm to anyone and so he plays like recognizable songs during the day but while he's still on that pitch in the evening he plays his own music right and she just happens to be walking past and she's in the big issue and she's like i really like that music like why don't i hear you play that before and he's like well people won't tip for for my own music she's like but you should try like you should really you know, it's good. He's like, no, 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 it wouldn't. 
but through that, then she finds out he repairs Hoover's, and they've just built this. But like, she finds out he repairs Hoover's. She's like, "Oh, I'll come and see you." She brings the Hoover to him the next day. He's like, "Well, I don't repair Hoover's here. I do it in the shop." This and she's like, "Yeah, but I brought it now. I can't bring it back home." Da, 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 da. How about I bring it to yours? Long story short, he fixes it in his house in his garage, and he offers her to stay. He he offers for her to stay the night, and she's like, "No, I'm not. I'm not going to stay the night. What is this? This and the other." And that was it. She walks away, and but he he redeems it because there was a bit of magic between them, and right. that's what it is. So they he he goes to her workplace, find that she also plays the piano, and in that, and I'll tell you what, bro, for something that's not music that I recognize or have purchased or heard anywhere else, you're like you know if you take something like um oh that Bradley Cooper Gaga film um oh Star is Born. The star is born. You know the songs are out there. Like you know in the shadows and stuff. Like you hear it everywhere. They play some really nice folk type music. That like, actually... carry on. Sorry, I'm just going to sort out my window because it's really hot in here. Carry oh, on. Right, right. But it was actually some really nice tracks in there. And what happens is, in a bit of a, they just build this budding friendship. He is a, a bit older than her, but they, they they build this friendship, and eventually they start to to pair up and they team up with some other buskers and create music to create a demo disc. Now, there's a spark of will they or won't they? And I'm not going to spoil it as to what happens there, but it's it's quite a nice movie, and it's also on a very, very low budget behind it. Like, when it comes to even... the It's it's filmed with a handheld camera. You can feel the rocking in places, but it's got a nice little budding relationship to it. And, yeah, it's a sweet movie. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Well, Andy yeah, comes with your choice. Once was a good movie. I learned about Van Morrison through that movie. Nice. Um, Gavin Mann appreciates your uh, rogue. Uh, was it Rogue to Redemption? Your Redemption first of a rogue. Redemption of a rogue. Yeah. <laughs> Got some love coming your way, bro. Thank what you. Is, Thank uh, you. What is your number eight? Right. It's Angela's Ashes. That is a pun. Okay. Over to you, sir. Okay. Uh, hmm. Wonder if you've seen this one. In at number 10, a movie about two elderly Irish gentlemen. Really sweet. I'm going with Waking Ned. Uh... Oh, it's it's a slight punt. It's a slight punt. Yeah, my man, my man. Number nine, I have, I, I'd be very surprised if you've seen Actually, this. I, hold on. Sorry, just, just to be on it. It's my number seven. So, I mean... But Do obviously it's fun then because we've got other two other movies. We've got two others to go. Yeah, this is what I was thinking. That's why I was like, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be very surprised if you've seen uh, my number nine. Um, it's an anime, an Irish anime film. You wouldn't think that, no, would you? No, 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 no. Correct. Wolfwalkers. Nice. Now look at this poster. Look at this artistic design on the on the. Um, look at the artwork on this poster. That's what really the anime good. looks like. It's quite oh. fucking beautiful. Yeah. It's all like hand-drawn watercolor. It's it's an Apple TV exclusive. Okay. There are other ways to see it. Uh... <laughs> are you telling me? Moi? <laughs> there are other ways to see it. <laughs> but no, Wolfwalk is... Okay, so there's one major star in it. Sean Bean's in it as well. He plays yeah. the... He, he does the voice of the father, but... It's a really amazing story about an English father and his daughter who have recently just lost their mother who moved to Ireland and the father's a hunter essentially and he's there to hunt this wolf pack that's terrorizing the town. And okay. wouldn't you know it, the wolf pack 
has something called a wolf walker in it. Which, yeah. <laughs> it's got something, uh, something called a wolf walker in it, which is this young girl who's can turn between human and wolf at night, essentially. Okay. And yeah, her and the dad's daughter form a very unlikely friendship because essentially she becomes friends with what her dad is trying to hunt. So you see the little trinity yeah. going on here, right? That's the film in a nutshell. It's really sweet. It's, but it's got some quite serious undertones of like, you know, acceptance and PTSD and, and, uh, and, um, ah, uh, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? I'm not on ball tonight. We'll just go with PTSD. The commonality is that both girls there. So that's one of the facets that binds them. But they're both coping with the loss of their mother in very, very different ways. So that's kind of what's interesting about the duality of how these two female characters behave. It's a really good little animation. And it, yeah, it's... It, it, I was generally surprised watching it. I'm like, you're not a Disney or a DreamWorks movie? Because you could be. Like, nice. Nice. That's really it. good. Ah, Tien's here. So, GR1 Grim Reap underscore R. I'm here. Told you I'll be here. Tian, it is so good to really have you. Here, that. Really appreciate a returning viewer. Every Tuesday, 8.30, bro. Hope to see you back. GMT. Um, yeah, Ali Kamza says, oh, that's a great movie. The same guy that did Song of the Sea. Yes, correct. Song of the Sea, which also nearly made the list. Ali Kamza then goes on to say, he has a truly wonderful style and all of his movies are style over substance. And I love the style. They are very good. Very, very good. So yeah, that was my number. I'm just going to add that as well. It's great, man. So Wolf Walkers. Number eight, it's, I have a feeling we're going to be having a million dollar baby moment here. Because it's a movie that I've told you to see again and again. And I imagine you probably haven't. No. And it's sad because it's really good. I'm going with Sing Street. Do you know what? Sorry. Do you know what really kicks ass with that as well? Put the poster back up. I'll put the poster back up for you. In cinemas across Ireland when freaking St. Patrick's Day. It was a St. Patrick's Day movie and I haven't seen it. That's really annoying. That's really annoying. Well spotted on the poster. I wanted to say something really sneaky. Like, I was tactical with that poster selection. I didn't, <laughs> didn't even notice that. So well done on noticing that. But yeah, bro, Sing Street is fucking great. Kid moves to a different town. Parents are going through a divorce at home. His coping mechanism, music. And it's about him and his band coping with life going you know going through a coming of age story he meets a young girl who he shouldn't have something with but he tries to impress her with his music she encourages his music development it's a great story man it's a really really great modern coming of age story and i cannot impress on you how much you need to see this film i i suck it, it happens it's, it's just <laughs> I suck. all right what way, i'm talking of million dollar baby story i've actually seen it on netflix yesterday it was in the rotation it's back on netflix if you do want to watch it <laughs> oh that by the way cool. ali camza says sing street is the same director as once you each have an irish musical by the same guy but different ones oh, oh, that's interesting gavin man says speaking of wolfpack wolfpack there's an excellent documentary about a family called the wolfpack the kids her the wolfpack the kids <laughs> learn about <laughs> through life through films Go see this at the cinema and the cast turned up for a Q&A. Nice, Gavin. 
Okay. Kevin Mann says Sing Street is my number three. Funny and full of joy. Agreed. Absolutely wonderful film. So, AJ, what is your number seven? Right. Sorry, bear me a sec. Just wanted to add the Wolfpack to the list of to see films. Wolf. The Wolfpack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carry on. Yeah, the Wolfpack. <laughs> that time it wasn't that AJ thing. It was just that. No, 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 no. In at number seven. <laughs> at number seven. You're number ten. Waking Ned. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? It's a nice little sweet movie. Like, for it to be, like, in terms of, like, comedy, like, listed, I wouldn't say I had, like, the world's biggest giggles, but it was just a sweet, watchable movie. And yes. that is what I loved about it. It's, it's, it's just a nice little sweet movie. I, I can't contain it anymore. We're talking of a really close-knit town who... Someone really? won the... Come again? A really close-knit town. Yeah, really 47 people. Yeah. You know, and like it's been announced that someone's won the, the, the lottery. And I love the way the film starts when you think, oh, you're Ned kind of thing. Like, it, it, like oh, okay. And then and yeah. it, it all unravels. And then you find out who Ned is. And it's like, what do we do? How do we do it? And they all come together again, all 47, just to be like, well, we're not going to let this yeah. just go to waste. And the story ensues, short of one pain in the ass member in town. And yeah, uh, yeah nice and sweet. Wait, that old witch. That old witch. <laughs> but here's a fun fact. So, so, yeah. Did you know that the guy who... Not the main character who comes up with the idea of dividing the money around town and stealing it from the government, but the old guy, you know, who rides naked on the motorbike and who essentially takes on the role of Ned. I was looking at him throughout this movie. I'm going, I've seen you before. You were not as old. But I have seen you. Where? And then it came to me. It clicked with me. Did you ever watch Faulty Towers? Yes. Do you remember an episode called The Builders? Where... Oh, yeah. I must it. I like... So Basil is obsessed with hiring someone called O'Reilly, who's a cheap labor force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, they block up the wall so they can't get to the, can't get to the uh, dining room, essentially. And then they get called back, they knock down the wall and they've knocked down a supporting wall by accident. So, you know, the whole thing is like, uh, he should have listened to his wife and gone with the more expensive builder, right? But the guy who played O'Reilly is this old dude. The old guy. I was and like, the other, guy, the other old guy, correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't actually fact-checked myself on this one. Is he Bilbo Baggins? No. He's not. Oh, fair enough. Bilbo like Baggins was Ian Holm. Bro, I, I didn't know. He just looked like him. I didn't even check if it was Ian Holm. I was like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Definitely not Bilbo Baggins. Fair play. Fair play. There we go. I'm going to say it's Martin Freeman was Bilbo Baggins. More aptly, probably. But yeah. <laughs> I'm talking old Bilbo, not young Bilbo. But yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's, it's, do you know what? It's like one of the few con stories where you're really behind the con yeah. artist. Yeah. It's like, like, you know what? Fuck yeah. This little town of 47 people, mostly elderly. Country bumpkins, let's be honest. And let's be honest, you want them to win because essentially who it would go to if they don't win it are the real villains, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the joke is that, you know, if someone wins the lottery, they usually have a heart attack and don't get to spend it. And then the money goes back to the government. Bullshit. Yeah. yeah so that. these guys in the town were like, no, this money's ours. We're going to take it ourselves. Fuckers. Yeah. Indeed. It's great. I really, really, really had a good time with well, it. Well, it's a nice sweet movie. That, that's what I liked about it. And your number six? Right, my number six. I have to thank my dad for this one. It's an interesting movie. It was just a different take on seeing stuff. John Wayne, The Quiet Man. 
Oh, I've not seen this one. Bro, it's 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 a weird not not weird in a weird sense of film, but it was like I didn't know how to take it. It was very interesting to see John Wayne in some like at one point I was like, was this even really filmed in Ireland? And it actually was, which was nice and sweet and cool about it. And it was also it what also made me laugh, like within the first half hour, 45 minutes of the film, what do you get? John Wayne on a horse. I was like, oh, you stupid. You're not a cowboy, but you still have to be on the pilgrim. Yeah. So it's the story of a man. Like, we don't know what it is until much later on, but he... It's not, it's not a spoiler. Essentially, he's a boxer, and he's ended up killing someone. But by accident. He doesn't do it on purpose. He, you know, it's just in a match, take someone out. And what he's done is, while just escaping from that, he he goes back to his family roots, which is, he as a kid, he was born and bred in Ireland. Like, I don't know what age he, I can't remember what age he left, but as a kid, he grew up in Ireland and he just comes back to just want to build his life over there. And essentially the, the the first lady he sees has really captured his heart. And it's just this budding relationship of, as much as she's a, she's a hothead, the hot redhead who's there, like she is a hothead, just very... Convenient for an Irish film, carry on. <laughs> there you go. And it's what it is though, is this stark contrast between what you could, what, Life is like in America, and this very, very traditional Irish town. Like, in, in in order to say hello to a woman and shake her hand, it's like outside of a church. Like, it's the biggest sin. She she runs off because it's like, how dare you talk to a woman and shake her hand? It's not there. In terms of courting, they have to like they they, they it has a practice where you sit back to back on the horse. Someone escorts you, and you just politely talk. You're not meant to kiss or touch or what have you and this person's there monitoring the whole thing and there are all the different stations and you know John Wayne's adapted like but this isn't this isn't what I would this isn't what you would do in America for a relationship and it's she's got a meddling brother who doesn't want who didn't want her to hook up with him and again that was a rule if your brother said no this can't be a relationship so there's all these different parts so as much as she she's a traditionalist she's also open to change and very wild as well in her ways it it was an interesting film. Like I, I to some people it was a, a great movie. I just found it interesting. I, I, it was it was sweet. It, it leveled up to be there at number six. But it's a it's a really interesting film to see like a culture clash while just appreciating it. You know the the Irish side. Like the first part of it, I was like, you're not going to really make the Irish sound that stupid, are you? It's like he just comes off the train. And he's like, I, I can't remember the town. And it's like, oh, I'd like to go to that town. And they're like, oh, well, if you go that way, well, if you see that sign over there, yeah, is that the way? No, that's not the way. That would be the long way. And then someone else intervenes. It's like, well, yeah. why didn't you go this way? You're like, they're not doing this to the Irish. No, but that's not the way. It, it develops into like very just strong traditional roots. And I, I appreciated it for, for that. Well, once again, you've got you've got some people, uh, you've got some people agreeing with you in the comment section. Francis Lawrence says, give me a lol for the Builders episode. Great episode. This should mean something to you. Francis Lawrence says, AJ, Sin, Cincinnati? Nope. Yes, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yes, yes, yes. Indeed, yeah. I do. Fuzz Aldrin says, John Wayne and Ma Maureen O'Hara in The Quiet Man is a classic 70th anniversary of this year. It's a must-see movie. Wow. Oh, did not know it was 70 years old this year. Wow. Snow White's nearly 100. I remember we talked about that. That's insane. <laughs> That's, that's proper scary. That's big. That's that's mad. Ali Kamsa says the quiet man could have been so much more, in my opinion. Ford, Ford was a bit too conservative for it. I cannot comment, I have not seen it. 
Francis Lalonde says, Nico, definitely watch The Quiet Man. Pure fun. It's a visual treat. It is. It's really um, sweet. I'll yeah. check it out. I'll check it out. That was your number six, yeah? Yep. Over to you, sir. Uh, right. Okay. So then my number seven. Okay, I found this one on Amazon, and I was really pleasantly surprised by it. It's an Amazon exclusive, and I've, I've really enjoyed it. It's called uh, Dating Amber. I'm going to add that to the list now. Thank God this is... Oh, it's called... Yeah, I was going to say, thank God it wasn't... Um, it's an LGBT that. movie. So no. the premise is... It, it, it's, again, set, you know, it's school-age kids. There's, there's something to be said about that, the, I, you know... The Irish and their strong and their strong religious beliefs and how that's so closely tied into their school system. Because a lot of these movies seem to have that theme running through it. There's either a divorce going on at home or there's some sort of coming of age story at school. And it's about the kids wanting to develop beyond just the conformity of religion in school. There's, that seems to be in so many of these movies. But Dating Amber is this, right? So it's set in a school. You've got this girl called Amber, who is a lesbian, um, but she's bored of being called, you know, a leather, a dyke, a this, a that, and the other. These are not things I'm saying. These are things in the movie. Um, in the film. And then you've got this other kid who's gay, right? And he wants to kind of prove to everyone that he's not gay because, you know, a man shall not lie with another man. It's sinful and all that, right? Bullshit. Um, but yeah, you can't be gay and be can't be can be catholic heaven forbid um so unless you have the dog color stop it Anthony. stop it wow <laughs> stop it. i've seen spotlight i'm not i'm not anyway we'll yeah on. yeah literally um but yeah so what these two characters decide to do is they decide to get into a straight relationship with each other just while they're it's in to each other's beard is it or... yeah. yeah so it's like you won't be gay because you're with me, but you won't be a lesbian because you're with me. And they really play into the role well. You know, kiss in public. She gives him hickeys to make it look like they're doing it. Holding hands. But then what happens? And this is where it goes into 40-year-old virgin territory, whereby it starts as a comedy. And then it starts to get, you know, have some real profound messages behind it. Because... She comes to terms with who she is, you know, going through something like, you know, coming out is obviously a monumentally difficult time for these kids in such a strong religious community. They form this wonderful friendship with each other, and it's almost like they do fall in love, but in a platonic way, if that makes sense. So, it, it you know, it goes beyond sex and it goes beyond orientation and beyond gender. These are just two spirits two souls who have found one another and who are deeply 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 fond of each other they like who they are as people essentially right she meets a girl and you know she comes to terms with being a lesbian and accepting the fact that she's a lesbian whereas he's still trying to impress dad he wants to you know kind of not be gay he wants to go into the military and he's desperate to not lose his relationship with amber because that essentially means that he's got to confront who he really is so there's all sorts of wonderful tones going on in this film it's really good and it's a short watch too it's like an hour and a half no really good cool and i didn't go to amazon this time around so they had some stuff they had no, some stuff yes. um my number six funnily enough i re-watched on amazon but this last time i watched this was back when we were at school 
Um, it's the punt from earlier. Angela's Ashes. Fuck me, this film is sad. Bro, it's intense. Oh! Like, do you know, I don't know... <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of this saying. Um, I, I don't know if it's a Caribbean saying, right? But when you go through <laughs> yeah. that much bad luck... Oh, it's what I, it came from the Caribbean, so I've never heard anyone to say it. But they said, like, you're so unlucky, you probably had a bat shit on you. <laughs> now you're aware that a bat shit's upside down, right? So the chances of a bat shit, like, that's where your bad luck comes from. This family, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, can I tell you, as a new parent, the opening 45 minutes ooh, of this movie, ooh, like, ooh, 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 oh ooh. God. Yeah. She loses yeah. three children. What the fuck? <laughs> One of them was devastating enough. The opening scene is her losing a child. And then two more. I was like, I am not. Com- My daughter is four months old. I am not comfortable here at all. No, no, I- no, 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 no. This is hard to watch. Now, I remember it being sad. And Robert Carlyle is such a fucking wastrel. Ah! But he plays the wastrel so fucking well in this he film. It, doesn't he? he owns it. He owns it in this film. He becomes the character. He really does. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's about, you know, the poverty that struck Ireland. It's about this family that leaves Brooklyn because their child has died and they come back to the Emerald Isle thinking it's going to be a better life. And it's even worse. It's even worse. But you know, you know, you kind of, it's that weird hope, isn't it? Because he goes, we must have been the only Irish family leaving New York. Yeah. To go back to literally. Ireland. Think, okay, but it's got to get better. But my God, my God, it's just tough. It's just it tough. just gets worse. And worse and worse. And it's like, can you stop trying to outdo Grave of the Fireflies, please? Like, <laughs> but this is you, you with know, your sadness. You know, it's based off of a like it's based off a biography, isn't it? I yeah, know. I know. I haven't, haven't fact checked it to know how much is real and what is it, but ah, oh, dude, yeah. it's so fucked up. But it's so good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a big film. It's a big film. And Emily Watson is amazing in this film. She really, really is amazing. All right, what's your number five? Right, in at number five. Da, 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 da. 71. Oh, I missed this. This was the one film I didn't get a chance to watching. I know it's on Netflix, but yeah, I need to yeah, I really yeah, need to get yeah. around to it. So it was really funny because the first thing I'm looking at as I'm watching the, the, the main character, Hook, and the first thing that comes to me was, but in Skins, you were called Cook. <laughs> You've gone from Cook to Hook. <laughs> You know that was a weird one, but it's 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 pretty intense, man. It's 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 one of those films like where a man essentially it's an, a man caught behind enemy lines. It you know the the, the British army are coming into Belfast and they're just there with their you know their weapons. They're just trying to maintain the peace, mm. and it it kicks off. The retaliation kicks off, and the person he's with gets shot in the face, and he's now on the escape. And you're warned about what's the Protestant areas, what's the Catholic areas, and this is the estate where it's a bit mixed, but do not go into that estate. And so he, he you know, and he's being chased by two two of the, um, are they Protestant? No, they're probably Catholic. But he's being chased by, you know, two of the Irish guys, and they're after him, and he he he's doing absolutely everything to go away, and he's not even got a weapon on him at this point, you know? He's just running for his life, and he eventually hides... Get some civilian clothing and 
honestly, the scene that comes not too long after that is one of the most... It was heartbreaking in a way that it's just... Like, when you look at the realities of what war is, you know, um, there's this young kid who who kind of saves him and was like, oh, you, you know, you're British Army. And you think, oh, fuck. Because this kid is literally balaclava up and everything. And you think, oh, please don't be one of those kids who's trying to try and fight. He's like, oh, that's really cool. And he brings him into a pub and he tries to, you know, look after him. And they, there's this budding relationship. And then stuff happens and you're like, oh, shit. And then what happens? Yeah, you guessed it. He ends up in the estate. And it's just literally there with no weapons knowing you are in the absolute biggest threat of your life and it's yeah. just trying to just cross that line and it's it's not that he was malicious or anything they were just trying to keep the peace you know and he's there and his life is most definitely at risk you know there's an explosion that kicks part he's he's, he's injured and it's just survival it, it, it it's a it's a it's a big watch man and it's just like it's something it is something to watch it's, you a fan of jack o'connell then do you know what i'm not gonna lie i've seen him in skins and i've seen him in this i've not seen him i was actually quite impressed to see that he's he, he'd done a few bits i heard he had done films and i think i knew this i think this was listed as one of the films because i remember hearing it was i think was he nominated i don't know if yes. it was for an oscar but he was nominated for this film in, in no, one or another. there was a bafta i was like oh good on him he's still done some bits and you know, he delivered he actually did can i recommend you see a movie with him and ben mendelson before ben mendelson became the ultimate hollywood villain with christoph waltz pre-fame ben mendelson called start up i've mentioned it to you before kid gets upgraded from juvenile prison to ah uh, the big leagues and he's you know it's what you call being start up it's when the juveniles are so bad that they have to be pumped up and, and yeah is he is the one who is he's the kid who gets started up he's yeah the kid who got started up he's doesn't, doesn't shop me. He, he, i could see him playing that well that role really well did you ever watch skins Huh? Skins. Did you ever watch him in Skins? Okay. He he was that tear away in Skins as well. So uh, yeah, I, I could yeah. Check startup out, man. It's it's a really fucking good movie. Hey, Pedro Santos is here. It's been a while since I've seen you, Pedro. Opa, hey, Pedro. Opa, opa. Great to have you back, bro. Nice to see you, man. Um, Gavin Mann says regarding uh 71. 71 is good, and also Barry Keoghan pops up in it as he does with a lot of Irish films. Yeah, we'll get to Barry. We will get yeah. to Barry. Barry is awesome. So that was your that was your number five, was it? Yeah, indeed. All right. Uh, my number five, uh, Mr. Daniel Day Lewis, the boxer. You left this, this one off, huh? Put it this way: DDL was going to be in there three times. I'm like, no. <laughs> No. I mean, yes, <laughs> absolutely, yes, absolutely, yes. Stop it, stop it. But yeah, there's um, no stop it. It's not his fault that he's Irish. <laughs> like, no, I know, I know. But it was like, let, let's try and find some variety. And don't get me wrong, I really there is watched. variety. These movies are very different. <laughs> there is, there is, there is. But I was like, he can't. You know, he could, he could have just owned the top three. You know, he could have easily been my well, top. Well, he nearly did. <laughs> <laughs> No, honestly, and I was there, and it's for the longest while, and I was like, ah. and then so I, I remembered another film, and that's that's what kind of like replaced it, and I was like, okay, that's just where it's gonna go. But it was a tough call. It was a tough call, but the other two films that I went for are like, yeah, you just edged it. The other two are better. There's no doubt. There's yeah. absolutely no doubt. But to not talk about the boxer is to miss a point here. It's so good. 
And what I love about it is that unlike unlike Rocky, which you know is very much the boxing movie, right? Despite the fact that he's a boxer and this movie's called The Boxer, the boxing almost plays second string to the main story going on. It's so it's so far behind, isn't it? It's and when you think of how much boxing actually takes place, it's just like, like yeah. hardly any. Which is insane when you think that the person who trained Daniel Day Lewis said he's good enough and has trained hard enough to be a pro. Nice. It just shows how much champ, but he committed enough to be a pro. Yeah. 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 This fucking guy. Hey, <laughs> need to learn to be a boxer. Right. I gotta be a professional boxer before I can take on the role. <laughs> fucking Daniel Day Lewis, man. This guy is nuts. He's he's ridiculous. He is the goat. I will not hear otherwise. I don't know. But, I know this is oh, Emily Watson is also fire in this movie, man. Fuck. Yeah, no, no, no. It's tops, man. It's tops, and you know, it, it, it's the message behind it. What I didn't know until rewatching it this time and reading up a bit more, it's partially based on the box of Aaron McGuigan's life. Mm. I didn't know that. I did not know that. No, no. Oh, fair play. Yeah. There you go. Um, Fuzz Aldrin says, 71, the movie reminds me of Black and Blue with Naomi Harris. I haven't seen Black and Blue, although I've heard it's quite good. Uh, Pedro Sancto says, the boxer did a great job at depicting that old white-on-white hate. Yes. Similar to Block 47. Agreed. 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 And it was a lot more about that than it was about boxing, as I said. But yeah. I just love how fucking fearless Day Lewis is in this film. He just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Even when they got a gun to his head at the end, he's just like, kill me. Yeah. I just love it when that, when, when that, just before he gets kidnapped, you know, when all the cars surround him and the guy comes and breaks his, his missus window and he just slides across the car and beats the fuck out of this guy. I know I'm about to be bum rushed here. I know that there's going to be 20 of you descending on me, but I'm still going to fuck you up before that. Do do you know what we, I mean, going back to this whole, he he has the, the, the ability to be a professional boxer. It's the rematch. Yeah. The rematch is just like, so smooth. Isn't he? (laughs) Oh, mate. Yeah. He's just amazing. Yeah. He is just the man. And shame on you for not putting it on him. Pedro agrees. The boxer is underrated, especially when you see something like Belfast getting so much praise. Oh, AJ. <laughs> Interesting. That's the second shot being fired at you. Because I, I know Belfast is on your list now. No, I mean... Where, I don't know. Your face gave it away at the beginning. Where it is, I don't know. But we'll see. You're in top four territory. Huh? Well, clearly. Um, all right. Go on, you're number four. Right. Belfast. <laughs> if I may. Um, right. So, I don't know if you've seen this version of it. I know you've definitely seen it, probably read it. You would know the French version for sure. Oh, I know where you're going. War of the Buttons. Do you know what? I actually watched this and I turned it off halfway through. Really? I did not care for it. I had this, I'm going to be honest, I haven't seen it, but I just remember being very fond of it, watching it back in school. And it was just, all right. It's one of those kind of not shock confession to anyone who'd done. Really appreciated the story, 
Yeah. It was hard to keep up with the French. So catching the English version was absolutely freaking awesome back in school. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, I like the story behind this and it's that. But yeah, I just I just thought it was at the time I'd have to rewatch it. But I remember it being great fun and just really appreciate it. It's like the, the slightly upper class and the working class fighting for fighting against each other and the, the, the victories that they claim are taking each other's buttons. And it's 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 how to to the the middle class, it's one thing, but how important those are to the working class kids and the challenges. And do you know what I also found it slightly reminiscent of? Um, and I'm not saying it's exactly the same by any means, but stand by me, huh? Stand by me, possibly. But I was going to lean more, well, yeah, actually, stand by me, stand by me. And also, the other one I was going to lean for was um, Breakfast Club. It's where you think you know one thing, no, bro. It's, high praise, Jesus. No, it's not high praise. What I'm talking about is it's, it's the tones, not not levels of film. But it's where you have the portrayal of one thing because you see someone as one thing. But then when you, again, Stand By Me shows it as well. It's it's who they are behind their, in, in their personal life as opposed to the facade that they have on the mm. main. And that's what I also thought was quite nice about the story of War of the Buttons, whether it be like the other film, book, or what have you. And that's, yeah, that's that's. The, the fond memories I have of this film story, essentially. All right. I, as I said, I stopped watching halfway through. It bored me. Yeah. It really yeah. bored me. Um, yeah. I, I, listen, if you enjoyed it, that's good. Um, Gavin Mann says, haven't seen War of the Buttons since school time. That, that's my thing, Gavin. That's exactly where I'm at. Ali Kamza says, uh, in relation to Belfast, it's the best thing Kenneth Banner has done, but that is not really the highest bar to pass. Whoa! Gosh. Whoa! Gosh. Fuzz Aldrin says, I'm praying someone mentioned Jackie Chan and the foreigner. I Well, here you go. <laughs> Irish Republican army trying to kill Jackie Chan after killing his daughter. So I've seen the foreigner. Pierce Brosnan's also in it, which is all sorts of fun seeing Pierce and Jackie go after each other. Um it's fun. I don't know if I put it in my top 10, though, Fuzz. Mm. Um, and Pedro Sanctor says, Belfast struck me as yet another filmmaker trying to make their a mark order not being up for the task. It's a nice goal to have, though. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Anything more to add on more for the buttons? No, no, no. That's, that's me covered. Again. Okay. My number four is a weird one, then, because it's a phenomenal movie about two Irish assassins and I'm pretty sure the director's Irish. It's just not set in Ireland, but that wasn't a parameter. No. This is very much an Irish film, though. In Bruges. Okay. Never actually got to see this film. Oh, you, you would fucking love this film. It's written like some sort... It's, it's so quick fire, the writing in this film. It's like snatch Pulp Fiction-esque. It's oh, no, superb. No. Like... These two Irish assassins are sent to Bruges, and the whole movie's got you wondering, why are they in Bruges? Now, Brendan Gleeson's really embracing the fact that they've got this kind of like little holiday in Bruges, so to speak. And Colin Farrell's like, no, I fucking hate Bruges. <laughs> like, and, the, and the running joke throughout is that they go, you know, they kind of come and go into each other's paths as they're as they're touring around Bruges. And, you know, Brendan Gleeson will be, you know, on a rowing boat in the river. Or he'll be like in one of those beautiful churches that they have in Bruges. And then the, the kind of returning joke is, do you like Bruges yet? Like, no, fucking hate Bruges. <laughs> it just comes back again and again throughout the movie. And then you find out that actually the reason that they're in Bruges, ah, 
I don't want to spoil this for you. It oh, is a spoiler. Really, really. It is a spoiler. It would kind of get yeah. It, it would give a really like oh shit part of the plot away. No, I'm not. If you haven't seen it, and if you like the writing style of things like Pulp Fiction or things like The Gentleman or things like Snatch or Lockstock, this is right up your street. It's got that same sort of semblance to it. That same sort of quick fire, quick wit writing. It's quite brilliant. And when you find out what their reason for being in Bruges is, it's like. Oh, oh, it's it's it, it's a it's 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 kind of a holy shit moment. Is oh okay, I'm I'm both sad and surprised. Um, yeah, AJ, you would love this film, mate. <laughs> Damn. Okay, nice, nice. Um. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me just recap a few comments here. Ali Kamza says Martin McDonough is truly a great dialogue writer. Seven Psychopaths is in my top 100 movies of all time. Right, cool. So it's not his first time working with Carl, uh, Colin Farrell. And then Ali comes and says, Don't say it, Nico! Don't spoil it! <laughs> wow. uh, Pedro Sancho says, The Garden uh, cal uh, Cavalry, great, but In Bruges is masterful. In Bruges, bro, you see? You you must see this film. Um, yeah, what was the other one that was there? Seven Psychopaths. Sorry, yeah. Know. Gavin Mad. Oh, have you not seen it? No. Oh, it might be a film that actually gets you to like Woody Harrelson. Um, <laughs> Gavin Mann says, I wanted to see In Bruges not on any of my streaming services. I really like Martin McDonough's other films, Three Billboards and Seven Psychopaths. So you see the guy's done. He wrote Three Billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. You know what I mean? Like, this is not a fucking throwaway director. No. Nah. No. Nah. Cool. Cool. That was my right. fault. I'm so sure. I am so sure this is where we have a punt coming up. Well, my left foot. Oh, what the fuck? Punt. <laughs> what is wrong with you? No, what? No, 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 it's not even a beef. It's not even a beef. I'll, I'll, I'll explain it later. There's no beef to be had. <laughs> what? The, my beef is with you. What? Well, the what fuck? I'm I, bro, I, I, I figured it. I figured it. Past that thought, and it's a guaranteed number one for you, but then. Oh, yeah. Yes! Spoiler! Yes! <laughs> anyway, what the fuck? Just, just continue. No! <laughs> what the fuck? We'll talk about it when we do. I, I just. Oh god! What? All right. In at number three. Now we there. There was a mention mention of Barry Keoghan just a moment ago when you brought up seventy one. Here he's in a starring role. What a film this is. Come with horses. Ah, uh, is this on Netflix? Yes. I was going. Yeah, just didn't get. Just couldn't get around. This is fucking awesome. Small town Irish gangsters thinking they're big. They're, they're bigger than they actually are. It is the worst case of small town small gangster syndrome you have ever seen. So let me bring up the poster again. Barry Keoghan is essentially the heir to one of the gangster families. So he's the chap on the left. And this one on the right here, I can't remember his name, but he, this big mother, Batista motherfucker, Brock Lesnar, <laughs> um, he's, he's essentially a boxer. He's a retired boxer, and he's been brought into the, you know, into the criminal underworld as kind of like their muscle. He's a bit of a simple guy. You know, he's, he's a bit slow upstairs. And despite his physical prowess, he's actually kind of like, 
you can tell there's a good guy in there somewhere. You can tell this is someone who's been corrupted. Like he does bad things throughout the movie, but you're looking at him, and this is where the movie's so good. You're looking at him, going, you're not a bad guy. You're doing bad guy stuff, but you're not a bad one. Like you were not born bad. Barry Keoghan, however, woo! Now you see it. Okay, you've seen uh, without giving up. It's still fresh, so I can't go into too much spoilers. But the Batman. You know that little cameo at the end in Arkham Asylum? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was Barry Keoghan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew that. I knew that. I knew now that. the fact that he has been picked to play that, that one, yeah. When you see this film, yeah. Can I also say he was absolutely gold in Eternals? Oh, he's fucking great in Eternals. He's fucking awesome in Eternals. I loved him in Eternals. But he's great. Yeah. And I'll say this: I like I like Eternals the movie. I don't know, and I do not. Got a bit of a freeze on you, yeah. bro. No, I said I really like the Eternals. I do not understand the hate for that film. Some bits I just found a bit on the nose, but I, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I, I was, I was, I've never been People saying it's the worst movie. MCU movie. It's like absolutely not. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. No, it's not that. But yeah, bro, Calm with Horses. I cannot recommend it enough. So. What's interesting is that while this big bad, you know, Batista gangster is doing all of his Batista gangster level stuff, he's also got a little kid on the side. Now, the little kid's special needs and has a bit of an estranged relationship with him. He wants to have a relationship with his son, but because he's a bit simple and because he doesn't spend enough time around his kid to understand how to be around a kid with special needs, they've got this really fictitious relationship. And no one on their kid's mother's side of the family approve of him. So he's having to deal with a fucked up personal life as well as having a fucked up life. And, you know, he never gets paid. He constantly asks the guy, says, so what are you actually going to pay me for these jobs? And they're like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's coming. It's coming. So he's being just pulled in all directions. And you, you feel for him. You really do. But yes, this film. Oh, this is a fucking film. Oh, mate. No, I do, I do, I do want to see it. I do want to see it. It was, it was on the list. It was on the list, especially when I tried to get like a diverse level of different stuff. That was like my gang, like gangster was one of them that I wanted to hit on, and I just didn't get a chance. I really just didn't get a chance to. I was squeezing films in, if I'm honest. <laughs> no, fair. For this, it's fair, more than fair. Yeah. Gavin Man says, "Don't didn't have time to watch it." Francis Lawrence says, I've heard that title come with horses. Francis, you would love this film. Go and watch this film. This is one you have got to see. Guys, I, re re I this this is the edutainment of the week. I cannot recommend this film enough. AJ, what's your number two? Right. I'm going to be honest with everyone because I, 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 I did toy with changing it, but I'm going to stick with it despite the two levels of hate that's floating in the air. In at number two for me, In the Name of the Father. But it's cool you say that because that's my number two. Awesome, awesome. <sighs> mate, 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 Jerry Conlon, what a story. Oh. What a story. I the Guildford. You know, do you know we've done top ten Daniel Day Lewis? And I, I I'm gonna put hands up to certain things. I remember like certain things I'd seen in the past and I left it and I just went through. For this Rushmore, I rewatched these films intensely and watched it. This story just, oh, it touched my heart, man. And it, I, I had tones of like when they see us and shit, like 
the, the you know the trial of the Chicago Seven, this this false imprisonment, this this arrogance, this prejudice that some judicial systems have. You know, okay, yeah, he wasn't the most you know conscious guy going when he first came over to London. You know, but yeah, he smoked a bit, he'd had a bit of drugs, he'd done whatever. He wasn't a bad person. He was a bit of a he was a bit of a pikey. Let's be honest, but he was, yeah, you know, he was a jet the lads. You know, just doing what he wanted to. Free spirit. I shouldn't have robbed the place, but yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, he was, yeah, he was he was a bit of a twat, but it, it was overall good. But what happens, and it's not even just him and wrong place, wrong mate, time. It's the entire family. Anyone who was around this guy. I was like, my god, like honestly, I can't remember when I first saw this film, right? And I was just like, I, you know. I'll be honest, a bit of a read-up. I was like, right, yeah, was a... when you rewatch it, and Pete Postle for it, oh my God, rest yeah. in peace. What that? My God, what a story, you know? A man who wasn't any even anywhere near Guildford. I've taken the train to Guildford. It's not just that. Oh, I was around the corner, and the cover-ups, you know. So a a bomb has exploded in Guildford, and a man who was in London gets accused of being the one behind it and faces 15 years in prison not only is it that the woman he was partially seeing goes down his dad who happened to just come down to find out what info why is my son arrested gets taken in his aunt who'd barely seen him gets taken in what a travesty and it's the way that things are force-fed in i just yeah it's, uh, it's that torture scene in the interrogation room where they force him to sign that like, and then they threaten him his father's life so I'd sign, you know, it's yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, and this is what, and, and I don't want to get into spoilers, but it's the documents and how they, 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 oh, they, they these you motherfuckers, only, you can only take one sheet at a time, and you know, you know, a court case is coming around, around the corner. It's like, oh my days, oh my days, you bastards, you bastards, evil fucks, man, yeah, yeah. It you know it kind of makes you realize when that that stat comes out that the police of all the corporations that are there for public service, the police force is the most corrupt, and people are like no no no. It's like well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you globally. see shit like this it's globally, you know, when you look at it, this happens all over. And the thing is, as I said, it's you know, trying to the Chicago Seven when they see us, mangrove. It, it's like come on. Come on, you know, come, just justice. That's what we're looking for. The balance scales, just justice. You're, it's meant to be blindfolded, people. Do you know a YouTube channel called Auditing Britain? No. Highly recommend you check him out. It's a guy called AB, Auditing Britain. Um, and he basically goes around police stations in the UK and films them and gets the police all wild up. And they're like, you have to stop filming. He's like, nope, I'm in a public area and you're a public servant. I am in my rights to film. And every, th every show is literally just him getting the police tongue-tied and showing that they don't even know the law that they're meant to be up upholding. It's really fucking telling that that's where our tax goes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Quite sad. Quite sad. Mm. Hey. Any comments? Any love for In the Name of the I Father? Mean Lots of love for in the name of the father. Let's let's go through this. Um, let's start here. Pedro Santos says another excellent Jim Sheridan film. This is the second one we're bringing up with a boxer. Um, 
Gavin Mann says, had to get the same top two as AJ. You and Gavin are like joined at the hip. <laughs> Gavin, my <laughs> hashtag. Ali Kamza says, in the name of the father is also my number two. Yes, yes, yes. Hashtag, I'm with AJ. Um, Pedro Santos says, Akira Kurosawa and Toshiro Mifune, Jim Sheridan and Daniel DeLuris, yeah. and Martin Scorsese yeah. and Robert De Niro. Yeah. Wonderful partnerships. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking of that as well. Gavin Matt says, Nico, in truth, it wasn't really wrong place, wrong time. The cops really tried to make it stick. Yeah, that's true. Fuzzle the, the, tosser, the tosser in the squat. You, you can't forget him as well. He... What a knob end. What a knob end. Fuzz Aldrin says, I'm predicting Brooklyn with Sasha Ronan is someone's number one. No, both are number ones. You should be able to figure out now. Uh, Pedro Sancto says, I think in the name of the father is grace as great as it is, would rank below my left foot in the boxer for me. Well, definitely um, below the, the latter of those, uh, the, the uh, former of those. Uh, Ali Cam just says, Fuck the police is an international concept. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Uh, Francis Lawn says, Silver screen dudes, by the way, uh, may want to set next international relation. Are you all trying to do this monthly? No, no, quarterly, 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 please. <laughs> um, Pedro Sancto says, I finally caught on Mangrove. I remembered your recommendation, AJ. Great film. Thank you. Edutainment received. Right. Um, do you have a worst? No, no, me. No, and don't get me wrong. Redemption of a Renegade, I was kind of toying with, and I was like, it's, I don't hate it. And I, again, I've only had ten films. Well, I could have, I could have inserted the boxer somewhere and get rid of it, but I was like, let's get a bit of diversity. And I don't want to shit on the film. It's quirky. It's crazy as fuck. It's not, good. It's not brilliant. Like it, essentially, if I had more films, it'd probably be in my like fourteen, fifteen. But it's not shit. It's just quirky and low budget. So yeah. Just before we reveal our number ones, um, could everyone down in the comment section please drop their top four? So I'd like to see what your Rushmore's for Irish movies are, and then we'll read those out uh, in just a moment. But uh, you're a bitch then. <laughs> you're such a hype man. No, like, bro, can I be honest? Can I be honest? I'm not even aware of the hype, if I'm honest. It won but like five BAFTAs last night. I saw it before it came out last night. I didn't. I was aware that it was out. You were aware it was an Oscar nominee, right? Uh, if I'm honest, I didn't pay attention. Oh, fair enough. I, I I did not pay attention. I just knew it was out, and I was like, that would be pretty cool to see the. If it's called Belfast, it's got to be an Irish reaver. Don't know. I said Patrick, like, catch it. Do you know what I mean? Like, go for it. And that's what I done. Um, Where did you catch it? Everyman Cinema. Fair play. No, Picture House actually. Picture House. Picture house in Finsbury Park. They had it. But yeah. Right. So well, crack I, I, on them, mate. I have not seen it. So yeah. I mean, I don't. So here we I'm go. Sure Number one, we're going to but... a few people. Um, yeah. So you guys guessed it. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at the wrong part of the list. In at number one for me was Belfast. Now, here's the funny thing about Belfast. I actually wasn't sure if it was going to be my number one. Now, obviously, DDL deserves the crown for like number one. Right in 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 most areas, there was <laughs> about, in most areas in all areas. I'm not here to deny that. And in the name of the fuck, I was just weighing out these films, and there was something, there was something just warming about this film. And I know the hate is there because some people think it's like the worst film ever or what have you. But there was something just warming about this film of a community where the Catholics and the Protestants are literally on the same street. 
right? And everyone, as much as they want to get along, you've got these twats that say, God, the smiles tell me there are comments that have thrown hate already. And I, 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 I'll take it. I, I didn't expect it to be my number one, but there was something that was just left with me in this film that I, I was stuck with. Go on. Your face is so telling. Like, you tell private, me. Don't private face. message. Private message. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it at that. But yeah, so I was just like, <laughs> I, there was something about You're it. I just catch a wank. Bro, when I found out it was in 1080p, I was like, oh, all right then. <laughs> that was the biggest tenet to what our private message was about. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, it is actually available in the picture house. But uh, anyway. We digress, but uh, <laughs> it's not all we die, but yeah, carry yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, um, so just watching it, and it was this, this, this vision, and it's it's the small trouble that the he gets into. This is Paddy, the young boy who we essentially follow. It's it's the bond he has with his grandparents, which is really I find so sweet. It's his dad, played by Jamie, is it Dornan? Dornan, Jamie Dornan, Dornan, Dornan who I know from. Once upon a time as a huntsman, I obviously know him as Christian Grey, and I don't want to waste my time. And I actually really enjoyed his character in this. And it's you, you, it's it. What I also liked is maybe, and it's not a spoiler. The dad that's Fifty Shades Grey, boy. (laughs) But the dad keeps going. Twilight, boy. We got Fifty Shades, boy. There we go. The dad keeps going away, and you're like, oh, he's essentially going to fuck up his family, and. Spoiler, he doesn't. It's just, it's it's really nicely grounded. And it's the small bits of trouble they get into. It's that there is one part of it. And I, I'm i aware this is meant to be Kenneth Branagh's own story. And I don't know if this was something he would like to put out there to make his dad look like the ultimate hero and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, really? But even that, it was like, okay. But I just really just liked this film as I just, I couldn't categorize it essentially but it was just it just warmed me and with that i was like i like this film and it's some of the reactions that little buddy gives that just makes me just giggle like really sweet giggles of like you know he gets caught up in situations and his responses to when he does it i was like oh i really like it and that's that's what gave it away for me okay yeah and it's no hype. I swear to you on everything, there was no hype. In it it. I is, though, because it's the new movie. It's the one you've just it seen. It was a new movie, but I was a, like, put it this way. Yeah. I kept seeing the poster. I don't get, I honestly have not paid attention to who's up for nominations anyway. No, I don't mean hype in terms of Oscar buzz hype or necessarily popularity hype. I mean, you're a hype man in the sense that this is the thing you've seen. Mo- you always do this. It's very sweet. No, 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 like no, when no, you've here, seen something recently and you love it, you're like, it's one. <laughs> no, no, no. Here we go. Here we go. A lot of these films were, I mean, Once was there. Um, Redemption was there. All, most of these films, I was either completely blanked on. Even The Quiet Man. This is the first time I've seen it. Okay, it's the latest movie that's out there, so maybe the quality attracted my eye a bit more. But aside from that, I, I really just enjoyed the warmth of the story. And that's what that's what caught me. After a bit of warmth, and my number one's not for you. <laughs> I, do you know there's a part of me that didn't want to make it number one, if I'm honest? There was like, it's the bait given. It's like, you know, like when we do, we were doing Batman and you knew the Dark Knight was going to be in multiple number ones, which essentially it was 50% of number ones. Like, But I feel there was a point where we all just had to be like, you don't want to go with the given. And I, I, I appreciate the performance 
And this this was my this was my breakdown. I was like, I appreciate the performance. Belfast was the backdrop. It, it represented Ireland, whereas this was this was character focused, and that's kind of not only fair. that's not fair. No, it's not. Obviously, you you experience Irish life in there. I'm not going to deny that. I'd be a twat to say otherwise. But again, that's where I, I broke it down. It's like what everyone was going through in in, in the name of the father. The, the the whole battle between the Irish and the English, and the you know that I, right. It's, it's the way I broke it down. But no, the so, film's absolutely fucking amazing. So show your number one because it yes. deserves it. My number one, one of the finest acting performances of all time. But that, I love... never that it is the absolute greatest performance that you could ever... Do you know what else? Because I watched this again and I see my left foot absolutely ages ago. And I, it always stuck in my head. The credit Daniel Day-Lewis has is not to be ever taken away. But the kid who plays the young... Christy was freaking amazing. So good. So He's good. tops. Brilliant. He was tops. Absolutely brilliant. So much so that there were some points where I was like, I'd like to see more with a kid too. Yeah, like the young Christy Brown. And again, do you know what I've done? I kicked myself because I was like, when we were talking childhood performances, he deserved a spot. He did. He did. I completely agree with that. I completely I agree with that. that. But yeah, look, beyond just the performance, this movie, much like Angela's Ashes, completely encapsulates what it is to live in poverty-stricken Ireland. But Ireland is very much a centerpiece of the movie. But yes, you are right. It is. (laughs) It is the Daniel Day-Lewis show, this film, isn't it? (laughs) Like, what, what I find fascinating is that there's some very, you know, he's not a movie star. He's very much an actor. And what I mean by that is you can speak to your average movie fan, you know, the sort of person who only goes to the cinema five or six times a year. They haven't even heard of Daniel Day-Lewis. And it's like, oh, what? It, 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 it's weird. Do you know, you know, it's funny, right? Okay, he's built a butcher to a lot of people. And I remember hearing the name and I, I, I link it to stuff with like Dancing with Wolves and stuff. And it's when I go back to these Jim Sheridan trilogies that I'm like, and I, I, it's something I remember my aunts watching as a kid. And I go back to that, I saw this, but I saw that. And they were just like, they're freaking amazing films, you know? Like that, and that's why when um, Francis put up the, 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 the muses, the directors and their muses, these are ones that definitely need to be honest, you know? Like Sheridan and Day-Lewis deliver together. But so yeah. do Paul Thomas Anderson and Daniel Day-Lewis. You know, they've done things like The Phantom Thread and... What I think is even better as a performance than my left foot is there will be blood. Like playing with a dirty bastard. (laughs) But it's do you know one of the things, and I remember you saying it very early on, probably season one. It's the broken ribs, it's it's the how dedicated to the role this man is. He's willing to break his ribs. Like, what the fuck? This guy is such a method actor that he stayed in character playing Christy Brown the whole time and he stayed contorted in a wheelchair and contorted himself so much that he broke two ribs? What the fuck? (laughs) The dedication this guy has for his craft is on another level. Like, How the fuck are you going to put anything other than my left foot as number one? Uh, Come on! 
Bro, listen, I again, part of it was that, but it was the, it's, it was Day Lewis, it's not the story. You know, it, when I'm encapsulating Ireland. Oh, like what? Bro, <laughs> I, I, I know, I know. It, it, was, it felt like such a given. It felt like such a yeah, given. Like, no, I'm not going to do it. And I was like, I know it's going to be he's number one. And I just, yeah. And then, as I said, the story, especially because I was aware of In the Name of the Father, rewatching it and the anger that I had, the emotion that I, I think I'm very familiar with my left foot. Yeah, very familiar with the story. And I remember it always being something that stuck into my mind. The emotion that rate. So it was not, not much shock value. The, the anger that kicked off from In the Name of the Father tipped it there. And then Belfast, as I said, just warmed me. Just warmed me. There we are. Fine. Fucking fromage softy. Right. I am. I've got a, I've got a few um, few people's Rushmore's here. Ali Kamza has said, Song of the Sea in Bruges in the name of the Father and Cavalry. Francis Lalonde has said, Dementia, Rain of Dementia 13, Rain of Fire, a movie that I love that AJ does not. Grab <laughs> I've never finished it. That was my problem with that. Film. Such fun. Christian Bale punches a dragon. It's such fun. Pedro Sancto says, Since Barry Lyndon's out, in Bruges, the boxer, the wind that shakes the barley, and the commitments or hunger. Wind that shakes the barley. Interesting. Wind that shakes the barley and killing of a sacred deer. Two films I really wish I'd seen. Gavin Manns gives us a top 10. We've got Dating Amber, Michael Collins, Angela's Ashes, Breakfast on Pluto, Cavalry, 71, Block 47, Sing Street, In the Name of the Father, and Belfast. Good on you, Gavin. Good on you. Fuzz Aldrin says, Far and away, come with horses, Brooklyn, and Rose plays Judy. These are all very good choices, guys. Love it. Pedro Sanctus agrees. Rain of Fire is good fun. It's great fun. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about dragons that are so timeless? So I'm just so I've just popped over to the comments myself, and this one from Gavin caught my eye. I really wanted to see the commitments, I just didn't have the time to squeeze it in. No. That was another. I, 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 it just comes up as one of those top Irish movies. I really wanted to see it. So. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. So let's rush more this bad boy. Wow, this has been a nice fast show. My God, yeah, hour and a half. Who would have flunked it? Ooh, back to normal, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but this is even quicker than most Rushmores. But there we go. Yeah. Right. Okay. My left foot has to be on there. Stop being silly. I'm not opposed to it. That my, my argument, my, my thing where I stopped to hesitate was we're not going to put like three Day Lewis movies in that room. Like, that's what we could. We don't have to, but we could. Um... Can we at least agree on my left foot being in there? Oh, yeah. What, what? Why are you hesitating? I said, yeah. You got bad internet. I've got bad internet. (laughs) (laughs) Wesley Snipes in (laughs) in what we do this show. Now, motherfucker, my internet's the best. (laughs) 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 I'm paraptic up in this bitch. (laughs) Do you know what? I actually, I know you haven't seen it. I'd like you to trust me on this one. I think In Bruges needs to be in there. 
And Pedro. You know what? The fact that it's got Colin Farrell as well, I could I can work with. That's such a Mark thing to say, but I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Farrell Mark, bro. Like Mark Farrell. away, bro. He's so he's like you who likes Colin Farrell. He is on top form in this. Now this here, is, I'm go- he I'm going to be bold. For one of his best. I'm going to be bold. I would actually like to put Belfast in there. Of course, you fucking would. <laughs> go on, put it on. In the name of the Father. I'm very you, tempted to. You know you want to, AJ. You I'm know you want to. Are, are we really doing the double day Lewis, though? I why not. Bookend it with day Lewis, man. <laughs> Such a fucking Re- awesome movie. Real talk, what else would you put in? I would put come with horses in, but it would get destroyed. Angela's ashes, um, Angela's ashes potentially. Yes, I would listen to Angela's. But it ashes hurts me to let, leave that in the name of the father, but you yeah, get like me. <laughs> it, it, it just feels like we're being. We try to be diverse, and yes, the stories are diverse, but there is that one focal point, which is BDR. It's so sad, Angela's ashes. I can't bring myself to do it. It's so sad. Three kids, like God damn it. 71's also a good shout. No one. 71's going to be calm with horses. It's, it's going to get fucked. Yeah, this is the thing. It, so it's Angela's ashes or in the name of the father. It's got to be father. It's got to be father. Come on. Come on. It's got to be father. I do love that film. Oh, fuck it. You have to love that film, man. Screw it. Screw it. It's got to be. Then, oh, we're, we're just. Kissing Sheridan's ass as well, like it's not. Ah, because he's a fucking good director. Him and Davis together make some good stuff. Do we really? <sighs> yeah, no. Waking Ned wouldn't be that. No, come on. The yes, the moment. fun films. We're talking Rushmore. Aliens come to Earth. They must see in the name of the Father. It's for the injustice and for you, Jerry. Good old Jerry, sorry. I, and the rest yeah. of the yeah, And Giuseppe. Yeah. The Guildford Four. Five. Is it the Guildford Five? I thought it was. Before. It became the Guildford Four after Giuseppe died, I'm very sure. Okay. Right. Are we ready? Yes! I, I, I have no beef with that. I have no beef with yes! that. Hold on. Let me, just see, let me just see if the comments say anything different. I like Have to enough. be fair to the people. I, sorry. Just doing that? I... Man, yeah, there's no way. Fabio Gill and the little people for the worst. Oh, not seeing them. Sorry. Pedro Sanctos. Too bad you guys haven't seen Commitments. Yeah, I, would, I actually really wanted to see Commitments. I'm not going to lie. Um, in and even the Father is a great film that also happens to be a crowd pleaser. Yeah. Gavin, um, Francis Lund at Kevin Man, maybe a top 10 Why short film. I don't because I just did. I, I just happened to be doing that. And it works because then I can tick Francis's question of what's next week's topic. So there we go. But <laughs> Gavin Mann says, speaking of 90 minutes, top 10 90 minutes or less films. I know you have done three hours plus, which I finished currently on Big Tone's first episode. Uh, yes. I love the way Gavin Mann goes back to our archives. Love love Thank you so much, Gavin. Really, really love it. We've done 90 minutes or less. That is actually another episode to look out for. Have we done that? We did. We have, haven't we? 
We did because we were pushed for time one week and we're like, that will do. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Short, short films. <laughs> films under 20 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Cool. We got to watch more? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the official. Mm-mm, that's not right. Mm-mm. Is he going to come out Irish for it? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the official movie man, Rushmore. Of the top four Irish movies in no particular order is My Left Foot. Our second entry is In Bruges. <laughs> fucking Ed Bruges. Our third entry is Belfast. Our final entry into the movie Mount Rushmore of Irish movies is In the Name of the Father. In the Name of My Father. Giuseppe Conlon. Oh, I love that, that film. Cool. That, that is a so great, 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 great Rushmore. Right. Uh, Francis, uh, Francis Long was asking, next week's topic. It's another good one. Top 10 actors. <laughs> what? I just, I just saw Gavin play the Ottoman part on us. So if it, we've done eight, eight, 90 minutes or less. 80, 90 minutes or less. <laughs> uh... Francis Lund says, Nico maybe should have recapped the Rushmore with Scottish. It's, oh, shit. Shall we do it, AJ? No, no. A bit of him. That is, that is I'll let Boots in Bruges, Belfast, and in the name of the Father. You have just lost us 10 followers who really appreciated the fact that we've done St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> 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 They're like, you bastard, how dare you? And your brother's literally just joining us as we're wrapping up. Oi, oi, what up, mate? Hey, Nafe. Nafe, I have something to share with you in a bit. If you've just joined us, I have something to share with you. Oh. Is, it the, the, is it the thing? Is it the thing you know that what? happened before? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share it with the screeners because we are family. Yeah. That's just it. <gasps> Oh, that hurts me so much. Bro, if I tell you, I'm going to tell you off screen what the plans were. You have no idea. You have no idea. Oh, thank um, you, Pedro, Gavin. to answer your question. Gavin says I'm 8 out of 10 on the Scottish accent. Thank you. And Pedro? Yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. Pedro says, not sure what AJ's team is. If I remember correctly, Nico's a Chelsea supporter. Guilty, I'm afraid. Guilty, guilty, guilty is charged. Um, Man United out of the Champions League. That's the... I mean, I'd laugh, but at this point, I don't even know if Chelsea can afford the play. Yeah, I was going to say, football jokes are probably not your thing right now. I think it's so fucking ridiculously unfair. But, like, whatever. Whatever. Like, I'm I'm not going to get into the politics. Should you sanction the Russian oligarch who is allegedly... Feeding money to Putin, yes. Did you punish hundreds of people who have nothing to do with it? No. Mm. Just no. No, no, no. no. Ali says, I'm a fan of AFC Richmond. Respect. Nice. Um, yeah, our topic next week to answer you, Francis. We are doing the top 10 actors who broke typecast. There we are. There we are. 
Yeah, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a fun one. Guys, so once again, now that we, the Silver Spoon Dudes, have done the very tough challenge of finding the top four movie, top four Irish movies, being, once again, My Left Foot, In Bruges, Belfast, and In the Name of the Father. I wanted to keep them bookended. That's why I hesitated there. Um, yeah, it's over to you guys now. Um, yeah, at Movie MT Rushmore. Guys, it feels so wrong saying it that way. But yeah, at Movie MT Rushmore. For now, and I stress on that for now. And yeah, just put your votes in. And there was only one chance of voting. That, that you will, yeah, that's it. There's one chance to vote, and we will next week crown the winner. Yep, I'll put the poll up on the on our Twitter tomorrow, guys. The Twitter being at movie MT Rushmore. If you could all do me a favor as well as voting, if you could also please like and retweet just so we can get you know more people involved with the voting process because we don't have the 12,000 followers that. You know, our dear JT has. So just want to get a few more numbers on the poll. So if you could please, is when you see it, just retweet it, get your audience interacting with it too. That would be greatly appreciated. Uh, remember, if you're listening to us on podcast and you want to catch us live, it's 8.30 p.m. every single Tuesday, UK time on our YouTube channel, Silver Screen Dudes. And, you know, if you don't have time to give us an hour and a half uh, to two hours of your time watching, that's fine. You're on the move. You can be in the gym. You can listen to the podcast at... Oh, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Deezer, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Geo7. And all you have to search for is Movie Mount Rushmore. Please tell a friend to tell a friend. That's the secret behind it all. But more importantly, mm. if you have really enjoyed this, and there's no pressure because it won't ever come up. As Nico says, for less than the price of a coffee. I'll let you take it over from there, my friend. Yeah, guys, for literally less than the price of your daily Starbucks, you can head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash the movie dudes. The link to that is in the description below of this video or in the description of the podcast. And for literally two pounds, you can support the show. Just help us keep the running costs down and help us bring keep bringing you content. That's the guys, aim of it. It's while this show's on now, if you didn't have a chance to do it before, Please just press that thumbs up button, like that like, share, subscribe thing yep. that people always talk about on YouTube is so greatly appreciated. It just just pushes us out there a bit more. And by the way, for the the that I keep adding in, do you realize for the man who created the buy me a coffee, it's movie dudes, not the movie dudes, but just just putting it out there. <laughs> Two weeks in a row now, my boy. Is it actually? <laughs> but yes, guys, the link is below. But no, guys, as always, like. Um, we said it last week under the heavy influence of alcohol, and I'm going to say it completely sober with nothing but water. Whether you put a penny, a pound, not a ping, we truly appreciate this community that has been built here with you guys. Um, it, 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 it's really unmatched. So we, we truly do thank you. Whether you don't share it, whether you do share it, the fact that you come in each week or catch up yeah. with us one way or another or most weeks, we truly, truly, truly do appreciate each and every one of you. So from the bottom of my heart, or our hearts, I would like to say thank you for that. Thank you very much. And also, guys, please, I cannot stress this enough. Huge, huge, huge friend of the channel and of the podcast, Mr. JT over at We Love Movies. Please just, the, the, his pin is, his tweet is pinned to his profile about what he's going through at the moment. Please just go give a heart, put a nice comment in there, show JT some love because he's, He's going through a really hard time at the moment. So sending all of our thoughts, love and strength to him and thoughts and prayers going out to him and his family as well, of course. 
Um, a quick few comments have come in here. Pedro Sanctor says, many mentions next week to Will Ferrell's dramatic roles then. Maybe. And Pedro Sanctor says, Will Ferrell in Stranger Than Fiction, Jim Carrey in Eternal Sunshine, and Robert Williams, Robin Williams in, in Insomnia stick for the comedians. Could be. Good shot. Could be. Could be. But yeah, guys, we're going to wrap it up there. So yeah, buy me a coffee, all the podcast platforms, like the video, share the video. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Please retweet the poll when you see it going up on Twitter tomorrow. And yeah, that's it from us, guys. We're out. We'll see yeah, you next yeah. week. Yeah. See ya. See ya. <laughs>